0: Hello, I'd like to welcome you to another podcast from the players in the game of life. This week, I had a real pleasant experience. Thursday, I was asked to give a midweek service at the church in which I attend. We were talking about encouragement. And I had to read something from the 14th chapter, the 8th and the 9th verse of... Numbers and it reads like this If the Lord delights in us Then he will bring us into his land and give it to us a land which flows with milk and honey Only do not rebel against the Lord nor fear the people of the land for they are our bread Their protection has departed from them and the Lord is with us Do not fear them i found out my brothers and sisters that fear can paralyze the staunchest of hearts when we perceive a threat to our well-being or an obstacle standing between us and our goals we often fear that the overall plan for our lives is in serious jeopardy in those times we need to remember the promises of God. When the Israelite spies set out on a reconnaissance mission to assess the land of Canaan, they had no idea what they would encounter. It was a great honor to be chosen by Moses for such an assignment. And Moses selected the top leader from each of the 12 tribes for the job. That's like it is with us. Sometimes we don't know. What is going to happen? We don't know what's coming up today, tomorrow, the day after that. We find ourselves in a position where we just don't know what's coming. And we're not really prepared for it. But when we see something that seems or we run into an astronomical problem or a problem we are not familiar with or seemingly can't handle, we lose it, brothers and sisters. We lose it. We don't know what to do. And we say, God, why did you put me in a situation like that? Well, i tell you this. I believe it's a test. But all the times people, God didn't put you in that situation. You put yourself in it. And you're asking God to help you get out of it. And now because you think that you've done so wrong and you've messed up, you don't know what to do. So you feel like you're going to try to do it your way. Yet all the training that they had and the leadership experience did not prepare them for something so overwhelming. Who had ever heard of great clusters so huge that it had to be carried on a pole lifted by two men? Who could possibly be prepared for the Canaanite army the Canaanite warriors so massive they dwarfed the best of Israel's army? It is no wonder these spies felt a whirling mix of emotions as they headed back to their commander in chief to give them a full report. I'm telling you sometimes out there, my brothers and sisters, there are fatal distractions. Sometimes we can head out to do the things that we wanna do and run into something that makes us go left instead of going right. And we know good and well, the way that we're choosing is not the best way for us, but we do it anyway. How many people out there have already or, or can remember saying, Lord, if you let me out of this, i promise you i'll never ever 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 do it again god knew you was lying when you asked him but he helped you anyway in some kind of way you don't know how it happened you don't know even know when it was gonna happen but god made a way out of nowhere and you came out of that without anything but some experience yeah you may have had a little heartache a little pain but sometimes you know like lifting weights in the gym they say no pain no gain Sometimes we have to have a little pain to help us to remember. Sometimes we have to just honestly hit rock bottom in order to remember not to go that way again. You can imagine the scene. Moses and Aaron, Moses' brother, gathered the people together to hear the news. The spies confirmed that the promised land was indeed everything God said it was. But they focused on what they saw. As the obstacles to their taking the land. Namely, the giants who live there. Brother, let me tell you something. Look at these obstacles. First they say that, let me tell you. Obstacles can be something that's good. Or look good to you. Something that you've never seen before. Something so fantastic you couldn't believe is true. Something like, I don't know, I'm going to say playing the lottery. And I'm not saying, saying playing the lottery is a sin. But how much money do you spend trying to win? I've heard of a lot of people winning a lot of money. But they don't talk about the money that they lost to put in doing it. And then there's the other one that could be totally detrimental. The army that just overwhelmed them. Sometimes there can be a problem. These grapes were, were beautiful. I mean, they were good to the sight. Probably good to eat too. And the people just, ugh, just thinking about it. But that army, bigger than anything that you've ever seen, you know good and well it outmasses your army. And you don't know what you're going to do. Oh, you scared to death. So what you're going to do? You're going to go back and tell the people, hey, look here, that ain't for us. I mean, they got an army so big that, you know, it ain't even worth it. But what they're not looking at, too, and they say, well, all they got, I saw the grapes. They was big. I mean, and healthy and everything. I mean, it took two of us to get it. But they didn't do it. Sometimes they, we, we don't see all the good in doing what we're supposed to do. Sometimes it doesn't look like that's the best, or that's for us right now. All we can judge is by what we see. And what we see is not enough to keep us going. Somebody out there know what I'm talking about. Some of the things we see that are supposed to be the route we should go, the benefits, we, we really can't see it. We wanna see the whole picture before we do anything. It's not meant for us to see the whole picture. Sometimes don't the word tell us we have to walk by faith and not by sight. Then they gave an account, an accurate report, but they failed to give the whole story. Only Joshua and Caleb spoke the truth. The faithful men recounted what they had seen, and then reiterated in their own words the promises of God that had brought them to this point if the Lord delights in us then he will bring us into the land and give it to us a land which flows with milk and honey you know they tell this story about a man that had passed and died and went to heaven and it's just a story and uh, when he got to heaven the Lord took him around and brought him to this great big door, beautiful door. The glass looked like diamonds and the knobs were gold-plated. And I mean, it was just a great big door. And God opened up the door and said, come on in, I want to show you something. And he said, he was kind of skeptical. He said, Lord, what, what is it? He said, come on, I just want to show you something. So he walked in and he saw big boxes, little boxes, envelopes and everything like that. And he said, Lord, what is this? He say these are all the gifts that I had for you but you didn't want to come my way you wanted to go your way sometimes my brothers and sisters what God has for us he doesn't tell us he's not going to say you know you're going to be rich if you keep doing what I tell you to do but if he told you that you're not doing it out of faith you're doing it because of something else was what he tells us is I'll reward you Bible says in the 23rd Psalm says it like this I'll pour he says I'll pour out a blessing I'll pour out a blessing oh my god when I start to think about it you know it, it actually says that I will prepare a table before you in the presence of your enemies he says your cup will run over that's what it says in actuality your cup will run over Preparing you a table in the presence of your enemies. Oh my God. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine how peaceful or how much at rest you'd have to be in order to eat around your enemies? And I'm not talking about eating a, a hamburger and, and, and some fries or some Chinese food. I'm talking about a laid out plate. All of this in front of you. You're eating on fine silverware. You know, gold silverware and, and crystal and and, and you eat like this around your enemies he says he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna let your cup run over that don't mean no that you let your cup run over don't get it twisted that means that he's gonna pour so much out that it'll it'll overflow your cup but then you don't run and get another cup and put that under it, being greedy you share it just like with these people, he they go back and the stories that the things that you have been through already in your life. How many people have you shared them with? Let me give you a fair instance. You go to a good restaurant. You eat a fantastic meal. You're going to tell somebody about that meal. And when you tell them about it, they're going to want to go to that place. The same thing happens, my brothers and sisters, when you sit up there and obey God and do what He what it is that he would have you to do. When you start to do that, there comes blessings that you would never, ever believe. He will release you and and pull you out of circumstances that you never thought that you'd get out of on your own. But when you tell somebody else that you're telling them about the goodness of God and what he can do, that's supposed to be our mission. That is supposed to be what we're supposed to be doing when we run through these trials and tribulations that cause us so much pain and heartache, that have us almost paralyzed with fear that we can't even move or we make the wrong decision. But if we would just come to ourselves and think about all the goodness that God has really done for us and all the things that He has already brought us from and share that with somebody else, it would be remarkable. We wouldn't have... I don't believe that we would have all the crime we have. I believe that if we were to share our, or be transparent with our children sometimes. And let them know that this is a part of life. And that part of life that we're dealing with right now happens because sometimes we fail to do what God wants us to do. And how he wants us to do it. You know, I don't know about a lot of you, but I listen to a lot of music. And uh, if I were to use my sanctified imagination and think about it, you know, uh, I think about the, the hit record in hell. And what that hit record would be. Can you imagine? Well, don't imagine. Let me tell you. I did it my way. That's the hit song. Number one beat in hell right now. They listening to that. I did it my way. Now, I don't know if they laughing or crying, but what do you think? Whenever you did something your way, what was the results? Was it cataclysmic? Was it one of those experiences that you want to tell somebody about? But when you got released from it, hmm. And you got to be released from it because you're listening to me right now. If you weren't released from some situations, you wouldn't even hear this podcast. You wouldn't even be here to hear it and you wouldn't know nothing about me. But you are hearing it. Share that story with somebody. It's not everybody's business now. The Lord has opened your ears and he'll talk to you and tell you just who to share that story with. You can tell some brother out there that's out there doing something wrong that he really don't want no parts of this. It's not going to turn out right. It may cause you... You, you may gain a lot of money, but you also may have a lot of pain that comes along with it. You may have some death that comes along with it. You may have some time that even comes along with it. They're not really ready for that. But if you tell them what you've been through, just maybe we could save a life. And that one person that you saved may save two. And those two people may save four. And it can go on and on. My brothers and sisters, we have to wake up and do something. He said, he'll make your enemies your footstool. He'll make your enemies your footstool. That don't mean step all over them either. That means the problems that we go through, the the problems that people send us through, the people that we meet on our jobs or, or, or out on the world, out on the street, wherever. Those people that just get on your very last nerve, people that you talk to and don't even like. Some people that you be nice to and don't even want to. Some people that you would really rather cuss out than to to bless them. But if you treat them the way that God wants you to treat them, they'll help you be right where you're supposed to be at another level. And God will be doing for you what he wants to do for all of us anyway. And that's make us better. Don't you want to be better? Guess what, people? You can't do it on your own. But if you listen to him, he can help you. I warn you, my brothers and sisters, to watch out for the fatal distractions out here in this world. They can cause you a whole lot of pain, a whole lot of misery, depression, stomachache, headaches, all kind of aches. Maybe jail. And probably not, but even death. But that's for you to think about. Like I say on my podcast. I'm not trying to get you to believe everything I say. I'm not trying to get you to think like me. My brothers and sisters. All I want you to do is think. Tell this and let somebody else listen to it. And then you all have a conversation about it. And come up with an idea of what you can do. To make things a little better. You're not going to reach everybody. And everybody's not going to want to talk to you. And I can understand that. Everybody don't want to listen to this podcast. But those that do. Maybe there's a chance. The word also tells us there will always be a remnant. Those who are willing. But those who are not, you got to answer for that too. Shake the dust off your feet and keep it moving. Well, that's my time. I stayed a little bit longer than what I intended to. But I pray God bless you. And let this podcast resonate in your spirit. Then share it with somebody else. Talk to you next week. God bless.